Did you look at the numbers I've updated? I haven't actually looked at them. I feel very Kyle going into this episode. Uh, Yeah, I know. That's, That's good. Howdy, it's Wednesday, January 18th, 2023, and this is episode 193 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? It's 2023, first episode of the year, New Year's resolution, all 15-minute episodes. That's <laughs> a great New Year's resolution. You could have told me that beforehand. <laughs> I would have loved it. Let's see. Oh, Let's see what we end up with today. No time for a chit-chat. What happened in 1893, then? 1893 trolley service started in Atlantic City. It eventually extended beyond Atlantic City to Ventnor, which still feels like to me as a North Jerseyan, like part of Atlantic City, even though I know it's not. The trolley service ran until 1955. I found a video on Facebook that's about 30 minutes long. I don't believe it's about 30 minutes long. I think it said three zero colon zero zero. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. But it does have lots of old Atlantic City footage, lots of trolley footage if you like to see the trolleys, and talks about, you know, the trolleys used to run right along the highways, along the boardwalk, all this stuff. So if you want to watch that, I'll post the link. Do you wish there was still trolley service instead of the Jitney? Um, I mean, it would be better. I'm sure the Jitney's more efficient, but as a rider, I mean, yeah, it'd be better. It's probably ran more frequently. It's Atlantic City. The trolley would never run. It would run like two times a day. It's like, oh, you want to take the trolley? It runs at 4.45 in the morning and 11.15 p.m. Isn't that how I haven't taken this in years and years, if at all, but there was a shuttle that ran between Harris and Caesars, and I swear that was like three times a day. <laughs> I mean, it feels a little bit like the tram in Vegas has been that at various points, the monorail. Mm. No, but the monorail is not too bad. It's will. like 10 minutes or 15 minutes at most, right? I've read the monorail a lot, so... It's always losing money. That's all I know. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm always the only person on the monorail, effectively. Oh, yeah. But I like it. What about 1993? What happened? So we've already talked about the Steel Pier reopening after having been closed for 15 years and New Jersey failing to take the opportunity to authorize sports betting before the deadline set by the federal government, which is why, obviously, no state other than Nevada has ever had sports betting, yeah. even to this very day. <laughs> Chris Christie's biggest win as a governor is now every state has legal game, sports game. Yeah, that's... I don't think that was necessarily his intention. Yeah, it's something. We could talk about if that's good or bad for people in the country as a whole, but in another episode. So here's an article that you found, though. So 1993, the Bulls were playing the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Finals. and The Knicks had home court in games one and two. So game one was Sunday, May 23rd, and game two was Tuesday, May 25th. So after practice on Monday, this would be May 24th between the two games, Michael Jordan checked into Bally's Grand, which is better known perhaps as the Gold Nugget or the Hilton or whatever, at 5.07 that afternoon, according to a hotel employee, and checked out at 11.05 p.m. and was seen in the casino as late as 2.30 a.m. So he just had a room for six hours, but, you know, stayed and played. Is that, that basically the idea? Seems like it. Seems yeah. weird to check out at 11.05 p.m., but yeah. Yeah. Then he returned to New York, I guess, that same night and, you know, made the morning shoot around 10 hours before Tuesday night's game. So at Madison Square Garden, yeah. Had a, had a nice little trip down to 
the Golden Nugget slash Hilton slash Bally's Grand. And he supposedly lost $5,000 playing Baccarat in the private area of the Baccarat pick. And he, he ended up being Game 2's leading scorer with 36 points, but the Bulls did lose 96-91. to They did go on to win that series and the title that year. Yep. They beat the Phoenix Suns with Charles Barkley. 90, was that their first title? I don't think so. No. Because they had two three-peats, right? Yes. Here's a couple of things that stood out to me. Mm-hmm. You're Michael Jordan. Yep. Do you have to check out of the hotel at 11.05 p.m.? He's a VIP. He's just say, I'm leaving tomorrow. Like, I'm not checking out. Maybe, but maybe somebody like checked out for him. Yeah. Effectively. And then some employee was able to look up the information. I don't know. Yeah. I would assume that he has to stay in the team hotel that night. And like, I guess uh, there's not a, a curfew. If interesting. He was still at the casino at 2.30 in the morning. But there's not a curfew for Michael Jordan. Yeah, that's probably true. If it was like some rookie, they would be kicked off the team or whatever. Yeah. But when you're Michael Jordan, you can do what you want. Steve Kerr has a curfew. Yeah, yeah, Michael Jordan, no curfew. Uh, I don't know if Steve Kerr was on the team in 1993. But 5000 bucks down, either we're being lied to, which is entirely possible, or, I mean, that's nothing, right? Like, that's break-even for him. I would be surprised if he wasn't betting $5,000 a hand. Right. Like, that would be literally like you or I losing 50 bucks, Maybe less. No, no way. Yeah, it'd be like us losing, like, $1. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> I mean, how much do you think? Uh, legitimately, I think a dollar is probably worth more to us than five thousand dollars is to maybe. But but say he's playing five grand a hand, which seems possible. Sure, we'd be playing like you know twenty five or fifty a hand. I mean, you'd be playing twenty five or fifty. Yeah. yeah, you would certainly <laughs> not be playing twenty five or fifty dollar baccarat. No, especially because that's a very fast game. Yeah, so. no, no. But they don't even offer it less than twenty five, right? Like good luck. Uh, twenty twenty five is yeah the lowest I've seen. So I've never played. Have you never played? So the other reason I've never played is because... Is that true? I've never played Baccarat. You don't need to do anything. You know that, right? Uh, okay. Well, so here's why I've never played. It's at a thing called a table. Ah, uh, fair. Fair. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Good point. You've said enough. <laughs> Let me tell you, when I was in Macau, they had like electronic Baccarat machines and they would do like, you know, like tease you a little bit with the corner and stuff. It was like really spectacular. I think you would really enjoy that if they brought that to the States. I mean, here they have electronic blackjack where they tease you a little bit with other things. Uh, that's those are bad though. Yeah, my favorite is the electronic blackjack. That's six to five. Yeah, no, like, this I think is they're, a they're all six to five. There's no reason for yeah, the no. rules to suck. Big boo blackjack is six to five. That's <laughs> just how it goes. <laughs> I hope that the like literature that goes to the casinos about it calls it big boo blackjack and points out that it is always six to five. Yeah, it's like, look, the people playing. Big blue blackjack. Do not care about the rules. They right. they just know that this is two bucks a hand. Right. There's no looking at the who's standing on soft seventeen and all that sort of stuff. All right, that's the history. I loved that Michael Jordan story that's because good. Michael Jordan apparently is a pretty big gambler. Yes. There's stories about like Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, Wayne Gretzky, like basically the entire All Star Cafe being together in vegas and gambling that sounds amazing yeah, you don't hear that much about superstars gambling these days it's always like you know some scrub on the football team bet on like, sports no one likes anyway yeah betting on sports and being kicked off the team but he wasn't yeah. good so no one cared yeah or if you follow english soccer some like person on the under 21s bet on some sporting event which is not allowed even though the team wears a betting sponsor on their jersey 
It's good. It's good. All right. So you're going to AC, right? 100% guaranteed going to AC. <laughs> so I think where we last left off was me sighing. Literally, the exact cutoff of the last episode was me sighing about this because we had postponed yet again. So we've canceled yet another Borgata reservation. I can't even remember when that one was for. We mm-hmm. originally had it. I mean, if you want to go way back to originally, it was originally for like January 8th of 2022. So I've not been to Atlantic City with my wife since April of 2021, and we have attempted many, many times. Yep. So where are you going? We had Borgata uh-huh. for a- going? actual anniversary weekend, canceled it, rebooked it for like January 25th weekend, mm-hmm. canceled it again. We are now booked for March 25th weekend. Okay. And we have the okay from the in-laws to take the kids. It should be fine. At Borg? At Borgata. I do get March comps. That is the very last weekend I can get comped at Borgata. Good. So that's exciting. I will no longer be gold at MGM unless there's a carousel situation still happening. I don't know how much we want to get into that. There always is a carousel situation with MGM, I thought. I I mean, Caesars has said they're not going to allow it anymore, but as far as I know, MGM hasn't said anything. So I didn't do the carousel thing, the like match back and forth and back and forth thing with MGM. I'm pretty sure I did the match back and forth with Caesars and then just used my Caesars diamond Mm -hmm. to match to MGM. So I don't know about the Hyatt back and forth, but they have the same staggered month thing. Mm -hmm. So look into that if if you're so inclined. But you're like legitimate. It's it's worked. Yeah, I'm legitimate. Hyatt uh, explorist, right? I'm I'm globalist still. So you you should definitely be able to be I'll be able to match it in the beginning of February. I will become Explorist or, or whatever after the end of February, but I'm Globalist for, for now. So I am booked at Borgata. I asked my wife if she preferred to stay on the boardwalk, if that's an option. And I thought maybe after all my massive play that I put into Bally's on our last trip, mm-hmm. that I would get weekend offers at Bally's, the most luxurious casino on the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. I finally did get my mailer. It took about a month and a half. And they're giving me Monday through Thursday. Nice. Off season. Nice. So it's pretty good. It's better than resorts. It is better than resorts, who just gives me nothing. They sent me an email today with something about, like, special rates, and, you know, it's like $49 weeknights or something in is the it, middle of February. So, so. do you think it's going to be, like, uh, I think Golden Nugget, actually, resorts does this from time to time, too, but Golden Nugget, like, during the summer, when I am not, in theory, supposed to get weekends, every week on Wednesday, like, clockwork, they'll email me and be yeah. like, yeah, you can get comp this weekend if you want it. <laughs> They have done some, like, week of emails for me, but they have not been weekend comps. Mm. I do wonder if that will come eventually. Yeah, Golden Nugget is the same for me, but off-season. So, mm-hmm. technically, I don't actually get weekends, even off-season at Golden Nugget. And then in the off-season, they would always just send me something at the start of the month saying, like, this month, get Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be nice, because I would give Bally's a shot. Sure, why not? Probably not on a trip with your no, wife, I would no, think. No, not on a trip with my wife. As close as it is to the outlets, but no. The location is good. Take an Uber to the outlets, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can you can drive, too. You'll have a car, so. It's true, but there's no parking anywhere. The arts garage is right there. It costs money. Might as well just do it. It's way cheaper than Ubering, and you can put your stuff directly into your car. That you sounds leave. terrible. This, what is this convenience? <laughs> That's not how I live my life. <laughs> I live in an urban area to avoid all this convenience. I think it's, it might actually be free. You can get it stamped in the outlet. Oh, too, maybe. By the way. Yeah, I should look so. into that. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Take you to Uber to the outlets when you have a car. Sounds like the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> you know, I'm going to buy 50 bucks worth of stuff to- in total. I got to make sure that any <laughs> savings I would get by shopping in the outlets is just completely blown on either parking or or. Yeah, I'm going to spend $25 on an Uber instead of, yeah. you know, paying like $2 for parking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, amazing. I might as well just Uber all the way to Delaware to avoid the sales tax. <laughs> That's smart. It's like it's like driving an extra 15 miles to save one cent on gas, I think. I have to say, like, I'm proud of myself. I can say I have never gone to Delaware specifically to avoid sales tax. I've considered it many times on things, and I'm like, no, nah, it's not worth it. Which, it, surpri- it surprises me that I haven't. I don't think I've ever shopped in Delaware, period. Oh, yeah, no, I've gotten some stuff in Delaware. But it's just because I happen to be there, not because I went out of my way to avoid sales tax. I mean, I do drive through it, like, so many times a year. Yeah. And I see that mall... It's right yep. off 95, very Christiana, Christiana Mall, mall Road. Oh, I've, yeah. been, I've been to that mall many, many times. I've never been. and uh, That's it, where the Costco is, too, right there. And anytime you drive down, like when we're driving down for Christmas, the like traffic to get in there is just totally insane. That mall is bonkers at Christmas time. Sounds like I should go. I'd probably love it. Anyways, yeah. that's my Atlantic City trip. <laughs> Do you have a Dunkin' Donuts in the mall? Oh, I'm in. I've gotten Sold. many a free, like, you know, $5 iced tea at the Dunkin' Donuts using my points. I'm going to drive there tomorrow and get a $1 medium <laughs> midnight roast or yeah. whatever it is. I bought one today. Not for me, for my wife. So from Atlantic City to another trip that's on the calendar, mm-hmm. we somehow have a Las Vegas trip on the calendar now. I mean, you you do, technically. Oh, you haven't even bought flights. So I have so, not bought flights, now. Yeah. Paul, your brother does, has a Las yes. Vegas trip on the calendar. But it seems like everybody's going, everybody, you know, except you, is going... <laughs> Wednesday, April 19th through seemingly Saturday, April 22nd. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, most people seem like they're leaving Sunday. No. According to the email. Absolutely not. I mean, I know that a couple people have to leave early, but... The only people who have said that they're staying through Sunday are Andy and Matt. And that's it. <laughs> Everybody else is out Saturday. Mm. All right. I mean, I don't even know when I'm getting there. It's probably going to be... I might be on the same schedule as Matt. I hope not. I hope I get there before Friday, but given I'm on a 10-day vacation just the week before that I'm getting home from, I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen. You have, like... It's like nine days before. That's like an eternity. Uh, yeah, it's, I do. It's like nine days before. I really want to grill you mm-hmm. right now on the dates, but I don't even have my own dates, so it would be a little bit, yeah. you know, what? suspect. I really want to go, like, Wednesday to Sunday. I think the most likely trip I take is Wednesday to Sunday. Oh, really? Okay. But I think shortly behind that is, like, Thursday to Sunday or even, like, Friday to Monday or something. So we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. I think the single most likely thing I do is Wednesday to Sunday. Okay. That's great. That's definitely the most likely thing that I do. The issue is that Wednesday to Sunday, the Sunday flights are $250 more expensive than the Saturday flights. They are a lot more expensive. But if you wait until Monday, it's very cheap. At least for me. And the, you're obviously paying for the most expensive room night because of Saturday night. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of extra expense. I've looked at at least my MGM offers are like quite reasonable. So I have some decent MGM rates. but I, I get totally comped at Luxor and Excalibur. Oh, what more could you want? I don't. Oh, really? I thought we were on the same schedule for... MGM. For Borgata, but apparently not for Vegas. Mm-hmm. My Vegas officers are not very good. So I, I, I'm definitely talking myself into the Sunday thing, though, because uh-huh. like we never go. Yeah. I'm not going to want to leave on Saturday. I, I I'm will definitely say, not going to want to take a red eye. 
unless something happens like very unexpected and I don't go to Vegas, like I will not be leaving before Sunday. Okay. Like there's 0% chance of that. Like I said, I might come later in the week than other people. Like I said, it might be like Friday to Monday or something like that's possible, but I I won't be leaving Saturday. All right. I I need to make that pitch and get all the okays. I'm set to go. It's all blocked off on the work calendar and everything. Yeah. For Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I haven't put it in at work yet. That's another conversation I need to have given that I'm taking like eight days off again the week before (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) So this trip specifically is more convenient for me to have more weekend days. So. It is 10 years since you've been in Vegas. That's right. 2013. Yep. How do you feel about probably very likely going back to Vegas after a 10-year absence? It'll be good. I told you, like, certainly in the five years before that 10-year absence, I'd probably been 10 times. This will probably be around my 10th time in, in Vegas, I'd say. So I went quite often. Obviously, I lived in Arizona, so it was only, in quotes, like a four-hour drive or something. So That's nothing. That's like me going to Maryland. It's barely farther than me driving to Atlantic City, honestly, with the caveat that like on a couple of those trips, I literally just went by myself or whatever. So it'll be good. I'll I'll be excited. I know a ton has changed since I was there. I mean, I think last time we were there, they were building the high roller. Crazy. Like that's that's how long it's been since I've been there. Like there was construction on the high roller. They had like two cars on it or something like they were starting to put the cars onto the wheel. Yeah, I think they had like not even a quarter of it done. I mean, I was going to ask, where do you want to stay? But I know that that's a ridiculous question to ask you. Yeah. Because you're I mean, just going to stay wherever. Uh, it sounds like some people really want to stay like North Strip. There's been pushing for Resorts World. Yes. And some people really want to stay like South Strip. So I don't know what people are going to end up doing. For me, I don't care, really. I want to stay where I get good offers from MGM or Caesars. Probably MGM. But I, I frankly think it's not impossible i may end up getting a room with both just with what the situation is so we'll see what happens i'm grinding away on that win slots again oh yeah back on my bullshit i I mean certainly if people like i think it seems like a lot of the early crew that's coming in on wednesday are the people who want to stay at resorts world so you could definitely you know wednesday night thursday night or something plan on staying up there we'll see i think there was a lack of realization about how just how far from everything resorts world is it's really close (laughs) to circus circus that's true They got that going for you. So uh, we have to figure all that stuff out. For as long and ridiculous as the discussion about what even the dates were, Mm -hmm. only to settle on one of the two initial dates that I suggested. It seems like the dates work for everyone, except for Taylor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The discussion about the hotel is always an even longer and even more annoying discussion because everybody has such different priorities. For me, I don't care because I'm going to book a hotel. Right. Right. (laughs) Because you don't care at all. So... But everybody else wants to be in, like, the same hotel, which you I know you think is ridiculous. They have specific, like, oh, I don't want to be way off the strip. But now everybody's like, well, we've stayed in Center Strip, like, ten times in a row or whatever, five That's times in a row. when I was talking to our friend Greg uh, or Dave or whatever. They're like, oh, we've stayed, like, right around, like, Caesars and Flamingo, like, all the time. We can't stay there. It's but, just like, who cares? But then out of that conversation, they're pitching to me MGM Grand. And yeah, like, that's, that's eh. what Craig, Craig wanted to do. That's like, we stayed at MGM MGM. Grand. I mean, I know it was it's like... It's not that great. 11 like, years ago. But yes, yeah, it's just not great. Like, it's not exciting. Like, I don't like that casino, to tell you the truth. Frankly, I don't like... None of the MGM casinos really excite me that much in, in Vegas. I like Aria. Yeah. Like, I enjoy being in there. Bellagio's very nice. I'm not staying in Bellagio. It's way too expensive, but... I don't know if there's an MGM casino 
that I would not pick over any Caesars Casino for staying in in Vegas. You think? I mean, it's tough because, like, would I really stay in Excalibur? Like, I say I would, but, like, would I really say? I would much rather stay in Excalibur than Luxor. Oh, really? Oh, I think Luxor is just, like, the ugliest built-in that I've ever seen. <laughs> Excalibur is perfect. It's beautiful. It is. I, I do love Anytime I see a picture of Excalibur, I'm like, that is that is Vegas right there. Yeah. I mean, we have months to figure all we'll this figure stuff out, out and yeah. talk about this stuff on the podcast just nonstop. This is a Vegas podcast now for the next four months, so three That'd months. But I have an important question for you. Yeah. April's a long time away. It is. We need to get a trip to AC before this trip on the calendar. I knew you were going to say that. Uh-huh. So I have one on the books. Yeah. Uh, that's that's still a long time away. Uh, you know, what's, what are you doing in February? Uh, actually, my February is pretty busy. Yeah, so is mine. I know. It's a mess. And I am I was really trying to figure it out, and I have a hard time seeing it. But I think we'll try to make something work. I thought this last time in 2019 when we went to Vegas, I thought the same thing. Like, there's no way I'm going to get in. And then I somehow ended up going to AC like three weeks before we went to Vegas. Yeah. We made it work. I could maybe do the last weekend of February. I don't think I have anything. Certainly the middle two weekends of February, I can't, I can't go. That's both my son and my wife's birthday, so. That sounds Going to be tough. That's, that's fine. <laughs> first, first, first weekend of March. What did I have first weekend of March? Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. All right. Got to go to AC, though. We can't have our first trip of the year be in, like, June. That would be the worst. Atrocious. Uh, so, but one group trip on the books. Hmm? Or was it just AC trips? I can't remember on the bet. I think we had two separate bets. Well, there's there was no one, way to look one up, bet so. for, for group trips. It was over under three gambling destination trips with three or more people. Okay. 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 Yeah. And then we had a separate AC trips just for me and you. Yeah. Just me and you. Okay. So this, I think certainly obviously helps a lot. And the gambling the trips. Gambling destination trips. And probably hurts the AC trips. I think you're right. To tell you the truth. So. So I posted a poll, if you follow mm-hmm. us on Twitter, you know, this is episode 193, and it seems like somewhere in April will be 200, you know, no spoilers or anything, but anybody can do the math of every two weeks. So there's the possibility that 200 would be a very Vegas-centric episode. Mm-hmm. And so I had to find out what our listeners thought. So I posted a question, purely hypothetical would it be the ultimate betrayal of Atlantic City and all of our listeners to make episode 200 a Vegas trip recap? 67% out of 37 votes said no. I mean, that's still a pretty high yes percentage. I think it is it is worth trying to schedule it so that it is not a Vegas episode for episode 200. I just say, as much as I love our listeners, 67% of the 37 are view mm. are wrong. It would absolutely be a betrayal. It would be yeah. a betrayal of me and you, Kyle. We cannot make episode two hundred. Yeah. I think episode two two hundred one should be Vegas recap. I think I think that's probably about how it'll work out. It'll mm-hmm. be two hundred one or two hundred two. Good. There is very close to to me texting you and being like, oh, "I got too much crap tonight. I can't do it." And that would have like pushed it ever closer. Yeah. To two hundred being we would, an episode. We would have been uh yeah, we would have been into next week if we didn't do it tonight. So Yeah. I mean this is the kind of like meta podcast content <laughs> that I think just really makes the show tick. Yep. Yep. Anyway, looking forward to figuring out our, our Vegas situation. And I, I am definitely looking forward to going for the first time in ten years. So Yeah, can't believe it's been ten years. Yep. So Hard Rock has a new president. Why don't you tell us about it? They've announced that George Goldhoff took over on January 30th. He replaced Anthony Ferranca, who took over from Joe Lupo on September 1st of 2022. Joe Lupo is now out in Vegas, Segway, mm-hmm. uh, working at the Mirage, the Mirage which is now yeah. a Hard Rock property. I actually had to email Hard Rock 
because I have two separate Unity cards, and I wanted to see if I could get any offers at the Mirage, but the only Unity card that actually works is the one connected to my Hard Rock Cafe account, because you know I have a Hard Rock Cafe account, and not my icon Unity status, my higher level tier that's connected to Hard Rock Atlantic City. Which is, Hard Rock Atlantic City is still on wildcard rewards, but they sent me an, a Unity card that apparently is just useless. Like, what, do I frame this thing? Like, I don't get it. Why'd you send me this card that doesn't work? So I emailed to be like, can you delete my other account, my Hard Rock Cafe account, so that I can use this actual Unity account and get absolutely no offers at all at Mirage? But I bl- personally blame this new president, George Goldhoff, for this confusion. That's right. Yeah, You know right. who would never have allowed their marketing department to get messed up like this? The Love Man. Oh, that's a good point. Gary Loveman. What a legend. I wonder what he's doing now. Probably teaching at a college. He's probably, he's probably teaching at an MBA. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, so that's anyways, right. yes, new president took over January 30th. He comes from Hard Rock Casino Cincinnati and the press release, which you know I will link to, I won't quote it, but it talks all about how he oversaw the rebranding of this casino, which, you know, isn't really relevant to the Hard Rock Atlantic City anymore. The Hard Rock Cincinnati used to be the Jack Casino, and before that, it was the Horseshoe. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Any thoughts, any huge thoughts about nope. this person that you don't Absolute, know about? Absolutely not. <laughs> Ready to move on. Great. Uh, the other news is that acjokes.com is now hosting shows at resorts. Yeah. So they ho- already host shows seven days a week at the Kiss Kiss Nightclub at Tropicana. Now they will be hosting shows Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays at resorts. The location for this, it says, is the screening room on the 13th floor of the Ocean Tower. Who knew that there was something on the 13th floor of the Ocean Tower? That was my first reaction. What the (laughs) hell is the screening room? Like, what is this talking about? I had no idea that there was something up there. (laughs) And, And, like, the fact that it says 13th floor, I was like, is this a prank? Are you messing with us, acjokes.com, and you're... Blaring advertisements on the uh, boardwalk nonstop. And, and like being accosted by the guys as you walk through the quarter, being like, yeah. you need to come to our show tonight. <laughs> I mean, it's like a Times Square experience. Yeah. I looked at the schedule. They have comedians Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Looks like it's 30 to 40 bucks. I'm surprised you've never been to the acjokes.com. You like uh, the jokes. But I don't like the ads. Uh, that's very true. You should go. Up to you, acjokes.com. You want me to come? For the pod. Uh, I do like comedy shows. What I don't like is crowd work because, you know, I'm a because very thin, easy target person and, and an easy target. <laughs> and now, like, so much of stand-up is crowd work. So, I don't know. I can't I can't be roasted, Kyle. I can't yeah, deal with you, that. Yeah, you wouldn't do well with that. I mean, you'd think I'm about to be a 40-year-old man. No. I could just no. be able to take it. But, no, it's not in the cards for me. People hurt my feelings. <laughs> anyway, there's December data. We can close up 2022. We should. Let's do it. I hope that drink was good. It was delicious. <laughs> Some sort of Belgian gold ale. It's very good. Anyways, go ahead. So, yep. Data is out for December and Q4 and 2022. In December only, it was up about 2% year over year. And this year was a five Saturday month. So I think these numbers seem quite bad to me. Do you disagree? It's not great. I uh, immediately went and looked to see if December 2021... It was a five is, Saturday month. It was not. It's not. It was a five Friday month. That's and New Year's was a Friday. Yeah. New Year's Eve. You would think New Year's Eve being a Saturday would be like the biggest possible New Year's Eve, right? I would think Friday and Saturday both yeah, yeah, do pretty bang up business. 
I mean, maybe you just can't do any better business than New Year's Eve, so it doesn't matter what day it's on. <laughs> I mean, effectively, everything is closed on the first anyway, so right. maybe it's it's fairly agnostic to what day of the week it is. Yeah, so maybe it actually is worse. Think about that. Like, you'd get a Tuesday night or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I bet it's actually worse that it's on a Saturday, because it's taking away revenue. But uh, yes, this does not seem great. It doesn't seem great. As a whole, Q4, it was actually down 1% year over year. So, again, I know we've been talking on the pod about how, like, the rest of the year was was very good. And it seemed like we had a couple soft months, and this is, like, another soft month. So we'll see what ends up happening next year. But uh, the year did not end very strong. No, and we talked about when we made all our bets based on October data, I was very pessimistic about 2023 not not like overall pessimistic but just sort of feeling we like we were already seeing kind of a pullback mm-hmm. and so i don't know if that's because you know everybody's got their traveling out of their system post-covid or if it's because eggs cost nine dollars for a dozen and you know <laughs> you only have so much budget for eggs and gambling and it comes out of the same basket yeah good point <laughs> i don't so i don't know like which it is but it does seem like we're seeing a little pullback but then november got a lot better and I was like, oh, okay, this is it's like October, September, that's a blip. But eh, I think we're seeing a little bit of a trend for Q4. Yeah. So like I said, Q4 was down. Uh, in the month of December, the winners were Borg and Ocean were up about 11%, a little bit more. Uh, Hard Rock was up a bit over 5%. Uh, the big losers were Trop was down 5%, Caesars was down 13%, and Harris was down 15%. What do those casinos have in common? I can't put my finger on it. Well, just before we go there, so if we want to talk about the year as a whole, the year was very strong, up 9% to $2.785 billion, the highest since 2013, which was, I believe, the second year we were tracking. So the winner year over year, uh, number one, uh, up 20%, Borgata, $724 million. Seems good. Ocean was up 16%. Hard Rock was up 14%. The only three casinos that were down year over year, let's see if you can find this pattern again, Caesars, Trop, and Harrah's were down 1%, 2 and 3% respectively. So is there anything that is similar between Trop, Caesars, and Harrah's? It's crazy that those were the only three properties down, and it's like such a clean cutoff right of just uh-huh. like everybody else up and the caesar's properties down i, I mean resorts and gold nugget are basically right but like too. what are the odds i mean i know that so that it's sort of like luck almost that a little bit either way and resorts and, and nugget could have been on the other end of that and even like maybe slightly below caesar's and it kind of mucks this up but like the fact that it ended up so clean just for the narrative is a little bit too perfect <laughs> <laughs> it is good so yeah i mean i think that's interesting i will say and we have said that caesars is investing at least in caesars and eras so we mm-hmm. hope to see some bounce back i was actually having this discussion with my wife tonight because we just talk about atlantic city at the dinner table yep if you're somebody who i don't know goes to atlantic city every couple of years or something mm-hmm. like you're just a total casual about it yep filthy casual <laughs> is your impression of ocean that it's this failed former rebel still failing not doing well when in actuality we see it's up 16 percent only behind borgata in terms of like the delta i don't know i i think it's probably the other way around i would say that before when it was really failing and doing badly say as rebel or shortly after it reopened as ocean maybe your impression was that it was doing fine because it was always so nice and like so pleasant to be in if you're not in the casino itself or whatever so I wonder if it's like a bit backwards that, well, it was doing really badly. Maybe 
people thought it was doing okay. But I, I don't know why you would think that if you're not someone that's like really up on AC News. Well, just because it was such a big thing when it opened and then it's so quickly closed. Certainly it was big news when, when Ocean closed. You know, yeah. Revel closed. Oh, Revel. Bring back 10 is what I say. <laughs> 10, yeah. The Pearl. What was the, Who suggested the Pearl? I can't remember. <laughs> One of our listeners said that it should be named the Pearl. I remember that. Bogan? Was it Bogan? It was someone like that. Maybe. Some longtime listener of all podcasts, I feel like. Mike C. I think it might have been Mike C. Yeah. There you go. It wasn't a great end of the year as a whole. The year was very strong. You know, I see, say this every month. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens the next few months. Uh, like you said, I'm optimistic, maybe. Caesars probably should be up next year, I think, especially. Bally's, I think, really ended the year quite badly over and over again. And frankly, when I was putting the numbers together today, I was interested in our bet of if anyone's going to be under $10 million this year, which no one was. But everyone had, like, pretty neutral luck this month and like in specific if bally's had had bad luck if bally's had the luck they had in november they would have been like significantly under 10 million wow. i think so they were the casino that that was really close to it because they're much more table game heavy than the other two and that's mm-hmm. like a bit swingier so their luck was fine unfortunately actually everyone's luck this month was seemed like pretty true so there was no big outliers yeah, it's interesting because you'd think that Bally's just with the new ownership like would generally be trending up, but I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just hard when you yeah. don't have all the players club and established sort of base. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Certainly they did not end the year strong, so. Yeah. They are in, yeah, last place by quite a bit in Q4, which is not where they want to be. <laughs> no, not good. Especially like coming behind Golden Nugget is yep. bad. One thing that is a positive is it will apparently never snow or even stay below 50 degrees for more than like two or three days in a row. Mm -hmm. So that should help. Like there shouldn't be any huge blizzard, you know, just crushing whole weekends in January and February. So I think that we're going to start the year well. That sounds like science. Yeah. Here here to hear first. No no blizzards in January or February. I I read it in the Farmer's Almanac. So (laughs) should be good. Thanks, Ben Franklin. Very reliable. Mm Mm-hmm. Anything else? Yeah, like I said, it's a good year. Uh, we did not end it as strong as an Atlantic City enthusiast would have liked, though. So, Well, we're Vegas enthusiasts now, so... That's true. We've <laughs> changed sides. <laughs> He'll turn. We have a whole three months of yeah. nothing but Vegas talk coming to you. You can't get that anywhere else, though, so it's good. It's totally That's fine. true. That's true. We're still in our own niche. Yeah. Nobody has a podcast about Las Vegas. No competition. Yep. Anyway, if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content and buy three large and one 4X shirt at doforwin.com. Reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin and send Craig questions to do for a win at gmail.com. What's our inbox status? I need to update the resort fees. That's the inbox status. You should do that. Have there been updates this year? I only look at the Vegas resort fees now. <laughs> So you need to update the resort fees to change it to Vegas. If we set up a list of Vegas resort fees, it would be the most viewed page on our site by 10 times. Does something like that exist? If not, Absolutely, we... yeah. Well, I don't know anymore because I always used, I always used uh, Vegas tripping for that. Yeah. If there's not one out there, we should do it. We can't. I have to edit this out, though, because, you know, who's going to take it? Cheapskate Vegas. He's going to jump right on this and That's... be like, oh, I know how I can get all the clicks. Totally fine. If Adam wants to do that, he's more than welcome. He should. You know why he should? Because I don't like putting an effort into anything I do, so I'm not going to do it. (laughs) 
anyway like we said thank you guys very much for listening and i hope that you know we'll have an ac trip on the books to talk about next time craig and a massive massive las vegas meetup in april at excalibur on wednesday before i get there There's going to be two meetups. There's going to be one, you know, like at some craps table at Excalibur. And there's going to be one at like whatever that mixed game at the IP that I played at for like 10 hours on the trip. <laughs> it was good. It was a good mixed game at the IP. Was I even alive when that happened? Yeah. You were in Vegas. Last time we went to Vegas, I don't think I, I hung out with you guys at all. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. I look forward to a repeat of that.